welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theinternetnow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Is it possible to play too hard too fast? Well, with one tribe dwindling, long-term plans seem to shatter as the wax will burn. It's time to talk all things Survivor 45, Pelican Pete's private island. And joining me is someone who wouldn't think twice about tossing a candle in the flame to save her own ass. It's Miss Felicia. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing well. How are you? You know what? I'm here. I am queer. I'm tired. Aren't we all? We are, we are. Um, now I know we'll talk about it at the end when you plug all your shit. Um, but how's the new gig going, bitch? It's going super well. Um, very exciting. Um, I, I start officially next week. Uh-huh, it's I been see. good so far. Is it what dreams are made of? Definitely, at least my dreams are made that's of. That's good. That's good. All right, Survivor Forty Five. Um, how are you feeling about it? What What are your thoughts? Three episodes I'm- in. I'm really liking this season so far. It's definitely, um, I'm liking, enjoying it the most out of the new era seasons. Interesting. Um, okay. And I feel like the last, what is this, 45? The last four seasons, um, they started off like, I was like, oh, all right, we'll see how this goes. And then by the end, I was kind of over it. I mean, we're now, still early you, into it, but. Are you enjoying it because we're getting a lot more action and, and, and gameplay? Or I think are that's you enjoying definitely the characters a big... more? I think it's both, both. I think okay. definitely the 90-minute episodes are helping because mm-hmm. it has felt mm-hmm. rushed for a while. Um, or like Welcome a lot of things television. have been missing. But I mean, it's always been a 45-minute show, so I don't know right. why. It's kind of like also Drag Race. I never had a problem with it when it was 45 minutes, like originally. Like they had all the time for the mini challenges and the And then you watch the international and everything. you got spoiled. Well, yeah, I guess. But then... I always felt like that the 90 minute episodes of drag race was too long starting from season 10, um, that it makes it harder to binge. But then we got season 15 of the short episodes and it really suffered because of that. And I feel like maybe it's the same here that the extra time is definitely helping. Listen, we, with extra time, we get to have extra adventures and we learn things about, we learn more toes. about them, more camp life. I like toes. it. You so, like toes clearly, so that's what feet it is. stuff. No, no, not for me. All right, well, let's go through <laughs> this because we got a lot to talk about. The Lulu losers are back in camp, and Emily can't imagine how tough it was to make the decision to vote out Brandon. Sabaya will give us the title, as she says in the Marines. They have a concept: no man left behind. But she's realizing that does not apply on Survivor. They could not win with Brandon. Sabaya tells us that. Like She likes Emily, but they bump heads because they're from two different places and they process things differently. She doesn't think, though, that keeping Emily shot in the dark would serve her at all. Would you give it back? No. Why? Because I want it. You want it. Now, to be fair, we don't know the mechanics of it if it is like certain persons. Um, Yeah. Would you be the one who wants to test that theory out? 
Sure. Let's let's survive her without a little chaos. That's true. Well, she believes that she can continue showing her trust. They can continue as a form. Trust returned. Trust built. The shot in the dark is back in her hands. Mm-hmm. Now, Emily is in shock to know that Sabaya gave her the shot in the dark back because she thinks they have to know that if they lose the next immunity challenge, she is playing She is playing it unless something crazy happens. We'll get ready for it, folks. It's about to get crazy. Caleb will tell the tribe that there is growth that is developing, and if it wasn't there, they may have stuck with Brandon, but he sees the potential of this form. For him, it made sense. Now, Emily... She was confused by Charbel. She will point out that Jeff read her vote for Brandon first. Then she saw a second vote for Brandon, and then he was voted out. But according to her math, knowing that Brandon did not have a vote, she knows that someone else didn't have one as well, as there should have been four votes. Believing that there were only three votes, Emily will call out Sabaya for not voting. Sabaya did not want to do this here, but she's going to have to do it. Also, by the way, um, that Emily says that Brandon was evicted uh, sent me. <laughs> she's clearly a big brother fan she's clearly a big brother fan. i didn't catch that that's funny anyway sabaya will double down that she did vote and claims that she didn't notice until emily brought it up okay would you have questioned the vote situation in front of caleb or sean does this help build trust or does it knock it down a peg literally seconds after building it back up <laughs> um i like emily <laughs> i'm here for her um no i would have called it out too okay I mean, she's a She's a smart cookie for noticing. And like, you don't, I guess you know, you don't know who it is. So like, bring it up to everyone. And But she did out. say Sabaya. Yeah, no. She clearly yeah, said Sabaya, which is why her. I was like, that's a choice. Well, Sabaya knows that Emily is very smart, so she will always be on her radar. Now, Caleb calls his tribe the island of misfit toys, as he notes that Emily cracked again. Why is she picking a fight with the one person she's not supposed to pick a fight with? Well, Caleb can't fathom it. The old Emily is bubbling beneath the surface. She's not gone, but Caleb thinks she's doing better. He thinks she is somebody who knows that she has a home with him and she will be the most real with her. Okay. Let's go visit someone else. It's day six, and we are going to go visit our friends over at Bruce. I mean, Bloom. Bloom. That's the term. Hello. Um, we will watch Jake blow smoke because Kendra is chopping in the background, and then suddenly the kid goes down. I was like, oh my god, Scooping 2.0. Scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It he has no bad. idea what happened, but Jake took a tumble, and Kendra thinks it might have been like a small seizure. It was really scary as he will blame the smoke, and I was a bit shocked to not see that not, nobody did anything about it yeah that is crazy do you think they didn't air it that there's more to it yeah, i do hope you so think that they had to have medical just be like hey probably sure yeah check him out yeah i'm sure they did actually now he will recant the events where he was blowing on the embers and started seeing the embers and i gotta ask <laughs> the stars um is his boston accent getting thicker it is. I didn't okay. notice it that much in the last two episodes. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was the stroke. Would I be wrong to vote him out just because I have PTSD because of that accent? You're from Boston, Massachusetts. No, I went to school in Boston. So uh, I, I, I went to I, school in Connecticut. So it was. It had a lot of mass holes there. A lot of mass holes. But my roommate. Oh my god, my freshman year roommate. He would get into fights with his girlfriend on the phone all this time. He'd be like, "Stop! Stop!" <laughs> <laughs> I like rough. They say rough instead of roof. Rough. Um, do you do you know how to pack a cat and have it yet? <laughs> I do. Okay. Actually, no. I-
Just want to check, make sure. Now, he says he doesn't remember. Well, he tells us at home that we can't understand about the constant heat and the constant dehydration and the lack of food and how it will take a toll on your body. So we're going to cut over to the water well where Jake seems, well, well. He's fine. Uh, yeah. This moment is important as we will now see a connection being formed between Jake and Kendra. Kendra tells Jake that she's scared of playing an emotional game, but she loves everyone there. Oh my God, I love everyone. I hate that kind of thing. But watch me if I ever get on there, be like, oh my God, I love everyone. I love everyone. <laughs> you gotta, you turn gotta play events. the game. She will straight up tell him that the girls were talking as they felt nervous about him, Bruce, and Brando. And she's like, I get it, you're boys. And he's like, I'm boys with you. Okay, what? Uh -huh. <laughs> no, no. Can you be boys with a girl? Sure. Sure, okay. In this day and age, anything can happen, right? Yeah, right? He wants to know if she's heard his name, and she will say only when they found out he was a lawyer. So she feels that she needs to be a little protective over him because of the incident about the fire, and admits that she threw his name out there because lawyers know how to talk to people, and they are trained in it. Meanwhile, she, she is not trained, trained in, in anything. She's a wild creature, and I'm like, same. I have a BFA, so I know nothing. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> not trained in she, real life she tells him that she is coming out there with an open mind and this is their first time talking where were the other four in this moment at camp camp weren't they like i don't know the because they were at camp with the fire no oh, one i thought else they were be oh. there. then they were at the water well no one else seemed to be there where were where was everyone do you think it's possible like there were four different like confessionals being filmed at once Maybe. Maybe they were... I don't know. I, I have no idea. Someone I mean, the water well makes sense because everyone else is probably at camp. But right. when they are at camp, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jake will apologize for not talking to her and making her feel nervous about after she points out that Bruce hasn't spoken to her either. And Kendra notes that there are two groups out there, the girls and the boys. But she is changing her tune on Jake as they work together and communicate well. She thinks she that he could be a good ally. Do you see this as a long-term bond, or is this a setup for something to come? Um, it could be either. Who knows? Um, I like both of them, so hopefully they can be a strong pairing. Um, would you would you would you bang Jake? You, I would. You, yeah, 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 he's I, cute. I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. All right, let's go check in with the single mom who works two jobs. It's Reba. Love that. God damn it, you didn't laugh at my fucking joke. God, come on, Miss Felicia. She, they're very fancy. Sifu says that in the total of six days, he, he they, they've had a, a, a 300, 300 calories. That's it. That's it. Th that's not a lot. Like, I have 300 calories in, like, the first bite of a meal. Same. So Austin shares that he found two earthworms for them to eat in the pot, but there are no worms as the crab clearly ate them. The crab ate their breakfast, but, like, can't they eat the crab? Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the... Just just checking. Like, why else is the crab in there? How'd the crab get in there if they didn't put it in the crab? Well, Whatever, if fine. If it ate the meal. <laughs> Austin says that even though he is starving, all he can think about is finding the idol. But he has not had a chance to go out of camp alone. So it is time to find the fallen palm tree X. And only Drew knows at this point. So it is adventure time. 
They head to the palm trees that form an X as it's time to find the idol, but only one needs to keep watch. Austin tells them that if Drew starts talking about food or what they want the reward to be, he will know that it is his signal to come back. Sounds pretty stupid, right? My thing is, um, and that's why they call it a clock radio, because it's a clock and a radio. That's what you say if somebody walks in that you're talking about. Well, the plan's underway. Drew narrates the events and how finding the auto requires killer instinct and entrepreneurship. What? I was like, you're just pulling words out. Like He's what? literally pulling words yeah. out. He's like, I, I go to an Ivy League school. I, 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 I question that one too. He's very, I don't like him. Austin is digging first as Drew's keeping watch as he paces, hoping he'll get to talk about tacos as Austin pops out and also talks about tacos. Is this going to be a good alibi? Well, let's continue on. We now see Dee and Julie walking and talking about how Dee feels the vibe that the boys have something. She has noticed they have had one-on-one time and whisper as they go to and from tree mail. Dee tells us that she has this great alliance with Mama Julie along with the four with her and Austin and Drew, but she thinks something is going on with the boys. A perceptive one she is. She is. Yeah. Now, somehow, the lookout roles got reversed. We didn't see that happen. As now Drew is digging, and Austin fails at his one single job as the girls find Drew. Dee and Julie will walk toward Drew to see how he reacts. Now, does he play this off like a slapstick comedy and try to be no. fine and be honest? No. The tall buffoon will just get up and walk away as he was clearly too nervous. It's like, oh my god, a girl. His face looked crazy, too. He was like... He, he was like shaking it, like it was wild. He calls it an odd moment walking away, so it's time to do some damage control as he has was caught with his pants down and has to make up for it. Maybe not the right metaphor to go with, but sure, kid. Um, Drew, we should work on your analogies and metaphors. Um, Call me. Let's do it. Anyway, Drew is about to give a cock and bull story about how he and Austin were digging because they saw seafood digging and then gave up. Way to throw the Tai Chi man under the bus. That's not cool. What did he do to you? What did he do this episode? He was not in this episode. (laughs) He was not in this episode. (laughs) Uh, Austin will come back from his watch as he now has to get in on the lie where Drew shares the story he made up on the spot and he's feeling really awkward. I mean, I would too. Dee will straight up be like, we want you to be honest because we think you're being sneaky. She will say that they respect if they have something but wants to make sure that they are four strong. So Austin's going to double down that they are four strong and that they're just trying to find it. Yeah. Way and to build Dr- Drew is trying. like crying at this point he looks so <laughs> upset <laughs> yeah Dee's following her heart her intuition and her intuition is telling her that something is off between them she finds drew uneasy and sees a worried face in austin so Dee will ponder to julie that if they are four strong why would drew walk away all nervous she knows it as a game of dishonesty and tells her that it felt like catching a boyfriend cheating it's game on is that what mm. it feels like to watch a boyfriend cheat or or actually it's probably the other way around uh, no i'm a good girl <laughs> i would never really um, yeah never. it probably does feel like that probably does. obviously we know more than she does but her instinct is in fact right do you think this is a rise of d and the fall of austin and drew and will their force them stay intact if trust is already in question 
Um, I don't know. I think they built trust back up again uh, later on in the episode. I hope they're strong. I like Austin, so I'm rooting of for him. Of course you like Austin. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, so I'm rooting for him. So I hope it works out for them and it doesn't bite them in the I, I really feel like we're getting a lot of good content from D, and I feel like she's going to be a long haul. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I could see her in the final three. It's time for a reward challenge. Reba and Bella will get their first look at the new Lulu tribe where they see Brandon gone. And there are some shock faces and also some laughs. Um, but they all know it made sense. It had to happen. Yeah, he was terrible. For this reward challenge, they will start in the ocean and race to the beach where one at a time they will toss a ball in an overhead track and try to catch it at the other end. Once all four have achieved this, they will throw one of the balls into a net that will rise a series of targets. Two plate people will then race to three rings on their target. First two tribes will win a reward. First will have a large fruit platter. Second will get a smaller fruit platter. And in addition to winning... The tribe who wins earns the right to send one person to either of the two other tribes for a camp raid where they will get to steal one item. Now, we'll get to it, but can we please get clarification on what one item means? Is it one singular item or one set of items? Well, because apparently it's a set. Because he was like, we're going to take the fishing kit, but not the whole fishing kit. But remember Cody, (laughs) what, two seasons ago where he's like, I'm going to take everything. And we're like, but whatever. We have Bella sit out Bruce and Jake I feel like it should be one thing they want, like one reward they want. So like Fine. if you want like multiple things in the reward, you can take that. Fine, that's fair. All right, so Bella's sitting out Jake and Bruce. Reba sits out Jay and Drew. How would you do in this challenge, Miss Lacia? Wait, which was this? Was there only one challenge this episode? No, there was two. I like blacked this one. Can you, what happened again in it? We can cut this out because you just said that. No, I'm going to keep this in. This is great content because I I literally don't remember this. But what 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 were they doing? They they throw the ball over the 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 ramp and had to go. They got to go catch it. Then people fell down and and all that shit. I must and the rings and the rings. Missed little wins. Wait, there's the there's the one where they push the ring off the thing. No, no, that was the next challenge. Yeah. Let's say I'll. I would do great in this. I obviously. Yeah, clearly, I clearly would. You're on the sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I must have been there because I blacked this part of the episode. Right. Out. I'm, listen, I can only imagine what you were doing during this challenge. Um. <laughs> all right. I, I was like a survivor. I'm an old man. I am passed out by the end of tri- tribal. Also, no. um, my like paramount plus app is terrible so um it like cut off for the last 10 minutes of the episode I, i've rewatched since but clearly not hard enough <laughs> clearly not paying attention all right i will guide you through this Here yeah guide me through it maybe you'll <laughs> so- remember sorry listeners <laughs> everybody is in the water at once so they walk through the water which sounds Mighty enjoyable and fun. We get to the ball and track task, and Caleb does well with time to spare to catch his ball. Kendra and Sean will do well. Austin will ninja through it. Sabai and Brandon are successful. Emily will completely trip on the tripwire, so she has to go again. Seafield will get his ball. Katora will flop. D rips through and catches it. Kelly gets hers. Emily will get her ball, so Lula will take the lead. Caleb will raise the targets on his first shot of the ball into the net. They are in the lead for the first time in a challenge. Kendra and Austin will fight to catch up, but Caleb nails all three rings before the other two get theirs. Lulu will win and break their streak, a camp raid, and a big fruit platter. 
It's now the battle for second place. Austin gets the hang of landing the rings as Kendra gets none. Brandon gets one. Brando, apologies. But it's too late. Austin lands the third ring. Reba gets second. And Bello leaves empty-handed. Remember any of this? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. With Lulu alone, it's time to decide who the ambassador is and which camp to raid. They're going to pick Caleb. Now, Emily will be asked why Caleb. And she's like, he's the most social player amongst the four of them. Did she just toss a target on his back? Like, I would not th- probably. want that honor right now. She's shady. She did that on purpose, probably. Do you think she did, or is she just being I don't know. truthful? Well, <laughs> she do be truthful. And that's the thing about Emily that's so fascinating is she was trying to be honest and sincere without realizing, oh, my God, the person who might be my actual ally, I might have just alienated. Yeah. Which tribe will they raid? Well, we will find out shortly. But first, let's tease the decision. We're going to watch Caleb as he gets ready for his raid, where he sees a note on the boat. Twist incoming. Remember this part? Yes, I do. All right, good. We're we're on the same page. I do. All right, it reads, (laughs) in addition to stealing one item from the tribe, you also have the opportunity to forge a secret relationship with another player. You must give this goodwill advantage to one player, and the advantage allows them to restore one vote. I'm calling fucking shenanigans. There is one player who currently does not have a vote on a different tribe than Caleb, and that's Austin. And that's the tribe they got, yeah. Austin is an alpha male. Jeff does not want to lose his alpha male. I think this twist was totally bogus. What uh, is your take on it? Possible. I didn't think about it like that, but... Um, Survivor, we do, play, do be playing those tricks like that, so yeah... That makes sense. I thought it I was mean, an I, interesting I, twist. Here's, here's but... what I'm going to say. Here, here's what I'll say. We don't know what's coming in the future. There could be other opportunities where you will lose a vote. Right. Right now, it, two could, tribes. Couldn't have... any? Shouldn't there be someone on each tribe without a vote? Like, couldn't there be someone on right, each tribe? Right. But right now, vote? at the moment, Caleb has to give it to either one of the other two tribes. We don't right. know if Blue has anything. He can't give it to Sabaya, so it has to go to someone over on Red, and he's just going to so happen pick the right alliance to give it to. Mm. Girl. It's I don't think Girl. he was I don't I don't think he was like prompted to pick some like I don't know but I think this twist was prompted to pick someone sure yeah yeah but he could have given it to anyone he could have given it to not a four out of six Austin's... ratio of making the right decision I don't know I don't know whatever all right uh, let's keep on continuing the teaser wait we'll but, wait wait wait, wait. but didn't he give it to Drew what's his name Drew is Drew the mm-hmm. guy I don't like didn't he give it to Drew because they did the rite of passage together or whatever it's called no they, they didn't. didn't no that was because I thought I thought he asked. Yeah, he will ask a question, but it was Brandon who went. It was Brandon, Bruce, and okay. Drew. Drew, yeah. Because he asked Drew if he went. Like, what right, let's, went let's down. Let's go through it, and we'll, so, we'll see if so he gave it to he gave it to him because he was most likely to not have a vote because he went on that Let's thing. go through it, because the... It's not quite accurate that way, but all right. We're going to visit Reba as they are filling their bellies with potassium. And Jay says she would have paid hundreds of dollars for that specific banana. How much would you pay for a nanner? Um, $30. 
$30. There it is. All right. Yeah. Um, they will lament about potentially being raided. Over on Bello, Kelly thinks Lulu can go to Reba and weaken them, or they can try to make bonds with them. Wouldn't they be weakening too if they came to you? They're still going to take something. And Jake will be like, what are they going to do? Take our spear when they can take the other one? I mean, listen, if one item is the entire fishing gear, then you go with the tribe with the full set, right? Yeah, yeah. Kendra tells us that she will lose her fucking mind if Lulu comes over there. I like her. I get good vibes of her. And you know why? Because she curses as much as I do. I love a good sailor. So what's Caleb going to do? Well, he's going to go visit Reba. They will welcome him on the beach. And of course, King Drew will say he knew it would be Caleb as he knows he's running that tribe front to back. I mean, decent read, but this kid's so cocky. Ah, uh, he's so annoying. He was Drew like, I'm notes- the smartest player ever. It's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Drew notes that Caleb is charismatic and persuasive and a salesman. But does he have charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent? Let's find out. It's time for Small Talk, where he reveals he's from Canada. Like Kane, remember Kane? He's got, he's got a lot of uh, shout-outs this season. Sure, sure is. <laughs> Now, Caleb will ask what they do for work, and Sifu will say, travel and compose his own music. Jay, or Jay Maya, whichever name we're going to go by for the day, will yeah. say that she is a professional singer-songwriter. So Caleb will take this information and ask if they've been harmonizing. Okay, listen, this kid's good. He knows how to schmooze. It's true. Also, I want to hear her sing. Every time they're like, okay, let's sing, and then she's like, take it away! No. <laughs> we will hear a bit of their new collab, and y'all, the editors had so much fun adding this metal track to the headbanging from Sifu. Will you be downloading Four Steps Down? I'm gonna I'm hold off on that one. I'll wait for also, Jay's next single. <laughs> also, kids, please don't play with machete like a guitar. Not a thing you should do. Scary. Caleb tells us that in sales, when everyone is having a good time, they let their guard down, which gives you the opportunity to be able to capitalize. When Drew will, you know, not prodded to say, what brings you here? Caleb reveals he wants the fishing gear. What specifically? Well, he says they were supposed to get the entire set, but is willing to leave behind the spear. He says he doesn't want to absolutely pulverize them. All right. So now we got our answer officially that you can take the whole reward. Do you think this was a smart move, giving them a goodwill spear? Definitely, yeah. Um, His goal is clearly to make, like, bonds over there. Yeah. Not to, like, cripple the team, so. Now, to the goodwill advantage, Caleb will ask if it's cool to meet with them individually one-on-one, which would have raised red flags for me. I would be like, that's fishy and something no one does on Survivor. He's got something. Yeah, it was sketchy. What would your read be if you were on Reba in this situation? What you just said, he has something. Yeah. Or he's trying to get intel, you know? Well, let's go through this. Let's discuss what we saw. Um, They will have their meeting with Caleb. Like, he's a fucking mob boss. As Caleb will gather intel with Sifu. They are looking out for each other. With D, he will tell her she has great eyes. He tells Jay he likes the way she talks about the game as it comes off focused and with a lot of clarity. Julie knows he's a player, and wow, Mama Julie, a lot smarter than she gives off. I can see her as a long hauler, too. Well, she's the lawyer hiding it. One of the lawyers she's... hiding it. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a lawyer. What are you talking about? Yeah, she, she in the first lawyer? episode. She she went to law school at forty or something or fifty. Oh, that's right. She went and to law school. And she's saying that okay, she okay. has she's lying about having like an arts and crafts business or right, something. Right. 
Well, Julie's going to tell the tribe that he is a salesman as she knows that the thing he wanted was not the fishing gear, but information. Now with mm-hmm. Drew, Caleb will straight up ask how the journey went and if he lost his vote. Drew will say no and tell him that he has safety without power. Why would this Ivy League nerd reveal this person to a person he does not know? Maybe he thinks he has something, so being upfront with him will get trust and get him to give him the advantage. Which Well, worked. Caleb will now know that Drew is a player and tells him that he has the advantage to give to someone on the tribe. Drew will get the goodwill advantage as Caleb wants to build trust as no one would see them working together. So Drew knows that Caleb likes him and wants to help him, but he knows that this is really an excellent advantage for his dear buddy Austin, who doesn't have a vote. See? How coincidental. Now listen. We just went through what just happened, right? Mm-hmm. There's one person we did not see Caleb have a conversation with. Austin, that's Austin, right? Yeah. Why do you think that was? I don't know. Was Drew the right person to give it to? What did he talk to Austin about that made him not want to give it to him? I have no idea. Shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. Well, before Caleb goes, he tells them that they sh- that should there be a swap, he will let their tribe know that he feels really good about them. Caleb is ecstatic about how the raid went. Not only did he maximize the supplies, but he maximized the absolute most amount of information he could gather. With Caleb gone, Drew will once a fucking again show people another advantage. He wants to tell Julie and Dee because Dee was fussy about not knowing about the idol. Do you think Drew's going to be playing himself out of the game? Because I sure the hell do. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like Definitely. He, he seems like an easy vote out. Like you'll still have the majority of uh, three over two. Yeah. Why not get rid of him? And he's not smooth at all. Like no. I don't. Austin, see it though, him. he's feeling fantastic, knowing this advantage is his alliance's possession. He doesn't want to use it soon, but he likes having a little piece of protection if he can't find the idol. More on that soon. Now that they are back at camp and have food, it's time to check in with her no longer full-time Lulu losers. They are eating grapes, and Sabaya's like, I've forgotten what grapes taste like. They taste <laughs> like wine, sort of, kind of, like, in the future, if you, like, stomp them, right? I'll wait, like, ten years. Yeah. I like wine. I, red wine I like, gra- I like wine? grapes. Like red uh, no, wine I'm, wine? I'm more of a white wine kind of... Yeah, of actually, a, ro- a rosé. A, a, a frosé? Ooh, I love a frosé, yeah, sure. Sean notes that the, to finally win feels super great, a feeling that would sadly be short-lived. You can tell that they're all bonding, and simply Emily being jovial, talking about how she's never jumped in someone's arms like she did, tells you the power of victory in food. She says that they are going to go into that immunity challenge and crush it. Let's check on that statement later on. Sean notes that Emily has made a shift in her conversation, energy, and demeanor, and thinks now that she's a little more calm and not as chaotic. He can work with her. He thinks that to have the right ingredients to win, it's with her. Okay. Now, Emily's going to go off for some reason, leaving Sean and Sabaya alone. He will tell Sabaya that he is with her 100%. Now, this is day what? Six? We're going to hear from Sabaya tell us that she thinks Caleb is a great guy, but she does not want to sit with Caleb in the end. My friend. That's way too early to make a move like that. This is not a thought that should be entering your mind yet when you know you have a surefire layup in Emily. It is way Welcome. too early, agreed. Welcome to the fatal flaw of Sabaya's game. 
Sabaya will tell Sean that Caleb is a great guy and very eloquent speaker and plant some seeds in his ear about Caleb's performance in the challenge. She will float the idea of getting an obvious threat out first, and Sean's like, it is way too early, and Sabaya will be like, yeah, it is way too early, but, says doing it now, they wouldn't have to rely on other people that they don't really know to vote for him. Miss Felicia, isn't that the game of Survivor? In its complete essence, yeah. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Now, I don't know much about um, this television program and how much this lady has watched. But Sabaya, better the devil you know. This was such a brazen idea. And when I first watched it, I was like, this is not going to turn out well for her. Yeah. Sabaya does not want to go back to tribal council, but says that Caleb is the biggest threat on the beach. She doesn't have her vote, so says it's very important to get Emily to get her to vote out Caleb. So with no tribal officially looming yet, just a warning, no tribal yet, right. Sabaya and Sean will summon Emily to discuss the concept of getting Caleb out, as they do not want to sit with him in the end. Little do they know that she has become his little lapdog, so this is definitely not going to turn out well. Emily will tell them the right thing is, you know, being aware of the fact that there is a strong situation and that she goes home if they lose. So she is open to anything. Those are the right words to say, despite being fully non-committal. So good move, you, Emily. Yeah. In confessional, Emily says her jaw just drops as she is shocked. She saw them as the power three and says she has a lot of situations running around in her head and says, on one hand, she has Caleb, who has been kind to her and wants to work with her. On the other, she knows he's an extremely social player in the way that she and Sean are not, and notes that Sabaya is social, but not to the extent that Caleb is. With Caleb back, he tells them there is an opportunity to work with Reba. Emily continues to tell us that she doesn't think Caleb is quite aware that there have been conversations around what a threat he is socially. She thinks he is lacking a little bit of the perception of what a threat the social connections have made for him. So let me then ask you this question. Why send Caleb? Right? I don't know. Because he'll get the best. They all would have gotten something. They all uh, would have input. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you if you think Sabai is your second best, then send her. Yeah. Agreed. Or, I don't know. Wild idea. Send Emily. Emily. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> and then you can go figure out how to make your idol come out of the wax. Yeah. True. All right. Let's go peep on the blue people on Bella Beach. The boys are gonna go fishing. Um, Brandon's gonna, Brando's going to tell a joke. Where do fish go to the bank? Where? At the Loan Shark. <laughs> this is why we have 90-minute episodes. Are you sure you still want 90-minute episodes? I'm here for it. I'm here for <laughs> it. <laughs> Jake says that they were having a great time trying to provide for the tribe and says there is nothing like fishing and calls it like going to another world. He says it's him, the fish, the coral. He's the king down there. Miss Felicia, who's the king? King Jake or King Drew? King Jake. Definitely not Drew. So you want to be the queen to his king? I'll be the king. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be whatever he wants me to be, TBH. With the girls alone, it's time to check in, and Kendra will tell them that she and Jake had a small talk, and her saga about their chat will get Kelly to be like, I feel better about Jake now. Okay, interesting. Kelly knows that the looming threat of tribal council is on everyone's mind, especially after losing the challenge. 
Kendrill put it out there that Jake is not an option. And Katora's like, he's not as big of a threat as you think a lawyer would be. They're really getting down on lawyers, but good for my girl Katora minimizing her law aura also. Yeah, yeah. Katora will give us a second episode in a row where she tells us that she finds Bruce annoying and she gets the vibe that they all love It's Bruce only the so. second episode? I feel like every time they go to the blue team, we get at least one confessional from her being like, I hate Bruce and the tribe well, likes him. Anytime they say a slight thing about him in the negative way, she's going to validate, highlight, emphasize, and repeat it. She wants to make sure they feel comfortable getting Bruce out. She will float out the idea to the girls about getting Bruce, and Kendra will say that he is a dangerous player as far as merge goes because they will either love or hate him. Now, Katora will remind them of the wise words of Jeffrey Elizabeth Propes of play like it's your second time, and she's like, ladies, it's Bruce's second time. Mm-hmm. Now, Kelly reminds us that Brando is her number one. So she knows she has to talk to him. They're going to go on a beach walk where they will touch base, where she tells him the longer they keep winning, the less she is worried about losing Bruce. Clearly, he knows that Bruce would be the target if they were to lose. So if Jake's not an option and Brando's not an option, the girls are tight. There's your numbers. That's how you play Survivor. Boom clap. Brando would tell Kelly that he has a hard time reading Katoro, who Kelly finds scary. Kelly knows that when she casts the vote, the line is drawn in the sand and she will piss off some people. And that, again, my friend, is a survivor. Let's talk about this. Where where do you think the Blue Tribe is right now? Is Bruce the easy target? Is Katora scaring people? Um, are we going to have to sacrifice somebody else because knowing how Jeff plays this game, he's going to give Bruce some magical power? Um, I don't know. I think Bruce is going. He. Not it's not only it's not only Katora who's talking about him, but like in the challenge, people are like, "Oh, he's like annoying," like from other tribes. Um, so they're definitely like putting the the seeds in for some big Bruce versus Katora. Now, Miss Shoaf, and I think she'll win. Um, uh, one thing I think, you know, we've talked about it, I think before is I, I love figuring out like how tall survivor players are and everything. Oh yeah, sure. I, I met Bruce. Uh-huh. How tall do you think Bruce is? Um, I want to say he's tall, but I feel like now he's going to be like answer. five Just... seven. Give, give me a number. Give me a number. Are you going to say five seven? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. No, I think he's like six two, but no, five seven. He's like my height. He's like I'm five Whoa. nine. So he's my height. It's okay. crazy, right? Wow, yeah. So now I'm like, is Drew actually like six seven? No, no, Drew is probably like only six two. Everyone else is fucking short. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so. Jam Jam and I are basically the same height. Carson is 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 little a little pocket twink, right? Literally. All right. Let's see how Reba McIntyre is doing after being raided. We will start with Jay on the beach. And the caption, if you have the captions on, literally says, "Singing in foreign language." Do better, Paramount Plus. Do better. Was with he singing her- ancient voices? No, she was not. With her on the beach and Sifu nowhere to be found, Austin will tell Dee and Julie that the night before when they were crapping and hunting, he found a baby wear advantage and says the first time thing that came out was a clue with multiple tasks. The first was to decode the message. He will tell them that it says dig of the fallen palm tree. So in order to build strong trust, Austin and Drew are going to half lie to their allies. Way to go, bros. Then Drew comes in and says that he lied about the seafood of it all because it was Austin's thing to talk about. Did he even need to say that? No. No. 
No. D thinks they would have not been told about any of it had they not caught her. But regardless, it was that moment that solidified Mama Julie and her working with them to find the idol. So it's time to dig around the tree. The way it will go, one person babysits Sifu and Jay while the others dig. Not conspicuous at all. As they are digging, D will find a rope and they will pull it and pull it and pull it and it will lead them on a wild goose chase as it leads to a hammer that reads, break a rock near water well. Now I want to pause for a moment. A fucking hammer? A fucking hammer? One, what the hell will you do with said hammer? Two, you're going to go smash fucking rocks and that won't be suspicious between the sound and the shards of rocks just laying there? How the hell do you cover this up, Miss Felicia? I don't know, but now they have a hammer, which is going to be useful around camp. It's got shit etched into it. (laughs) Well, I don't know. They could be open about the advantage to the rest of the tribe. And then they can use the hammer to their advantage. This is literally the worst beware advantage because everything, every step here is like, ah, you're going to get caught. Like, cool. Okay. Well, beware. Before they can go smash rocks, they have to hide the rope by throwing in a pile of debris because that won't be found either. And of course, as fate would have it, Jay will be walking toward them as they are hiding the rope. So they're going to act and convince Jay to dig in a place that has nothing to do with anything. Who was babysitting Jay and Sifu? Clearly they failed. Must have been Austin again. But they did. those two did a good job at acting like nothing was up. They did a great job. Now, Austin will be gifted the hammer as he and Drew will head to the water well where they will smash normal rocks. In what universe do they think that would be practical? Of course, it's not going to be in a regular rock. It's going to be in a plant rock. Yeah. Austin will get the note, and it is the hidden immunity idol. There is a lot of text on the parchment as Austin will realize that this idol is only good for one tribal council. He's not thrilled. All that work for one tribal he will then learn that if he sacrifices his vote at the next at the first tribal, the power of the idol will extend until all players are on the same beach. If he is willing to sacrifice a second vote, you gain more power as the last time you can use the idol is when there are five players left in the game. What did you think of this twist? Does it have enough power? What would you do? Um, I definitely give up my vote, sacrifice the vote. Um, I it's it's interesting. I think it's a cool twist. I like it. Um, for him, it's like he already didn't have a vote, right? Yep. So this was him getting his vote back. Yep. But now he has to sacrifice it again. Yeah, I would sacrifice it because in my mind, it's like I already didn't have a vote for the next time, the first time we go to tribal. So that's great logic. I would give I mean, it up. I, I th- yeah, I think that's. And great. I think at this point in the game, like you shouldn't be a target. Like if you are, especially if you, the like, numbers on his absolutely time. need your vote with this many people. Like you're probably doing something wrong. So, Austin's yeah. going to show Julie and Dee the idol. And Dee says they didn't have to give the hammer away as they could have gotten True. it themselves. But says at this point, good alliances will get you further in the game. I think we're getting a lot of clues to Dee and her future. Yeah. Austin says it will be a shared idol as this will now solidify the four of them as they have trust proven. It's day seven. An immunity challenge on land is waiting. Did you watch this one? Or you remember this I one? Do- I remember this one. I do. Once again, Pelican Pete and his base are up for grabs. In this challenge, they will race out with a cart and release two keys, which release very heavy puzzle pieces. They will take the cart apart to get it through a barricade and then to reassemble it. When they reach the end, one person will be the 
caller. The rest of the, of the group will solve a massive cube puzzle. First two tribes to finish will win immunity while Lulu losers go to tribal and they will lose their flint and still not get it yet. Oh, spoiler, they're going to lose again. Sitting out for Red or Julian D while Blue sits out Brando and Kelly. How would you do in this challenge? This one I'd be good at. Um, yeah, it's like a standard survivor challenge like it's more strength than it's yeah it's it's challenge. about teamwork and all that and the thing though about the collar at the end we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about they, it because i have some I, what were they I, I have some, we're going to talk about that don't worry okay first off it, the challenge is on and jeff is like release your pole and i'm like what a dirty dirty mind that man has <laughs> Why, why, why would they not send the tall one to the key? Is Austin as tall as Drew? Did Drew not want to go catch the key? What is, why did they not send tall man to go to the key? I don't know. Sean will be struggling. And again, why him over Caleb? What I don't even know who's Sean. Sean. Sean is the little gay um, principal. Oh, yeah, Sean, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to know our our tribe. Come on, man. Of course. Reva will have the early lead as Bella falls behind. Lulu is losing. Shocker to no one. We get to the barricade, and I was like, wait, if I was on this show, I would just start be singing like Lily Miz because that would be very funny, but it would be very. You hear the right? Would that not be funny? <laughs> I would laugh. God. Do you think it's a good strategy? What, is, what do you think is a good strategy when it comes to the puzzle pushing through the barricade? I don't know. <laughs> because but, we saw Red get like caught up and 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 right, it, it held stuck. them back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, Bella can, can, will get their cart for through the obstacle first. Lulu will actually get ahead of Reba to the puzzle. Will it be a good battle? Our callers are Kendra, Emily, and Jay. Now, the strategy for this puzzle is find the pieces with the same car outline. Why is it so hard to notice? And does the caller really have that much of a role on this challenge since they can only see two sides of the no, puzzle? No, like, Emily was literally just saying, and she was like, you're doing good, guys. Like, keep it up. Yeah. What was the point? Like, they were there for moral support. <laughs> now, I know that we've had other puzzles where people are like, high we've up had, on a perch. We've had puzzles where a caller is needed or helpful, at least. In this case... It didn't seem like any three of the callers did anything significant. Nothing. It, it literally was like, you're the weakest. Go stand over there, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, Reba will make progress and pull ahead. Bella will get right up there. Lulu is falling out of it. Reba will take first. Bella will get second, and Lulu is heading to tribal. Now, did you notice in the editing that rather than triumphant music, they played some very sad music because this wasn't a narrative for the winners of this challenge. It was for the losers once again. Yeah. Definitely. Did you like that, that we were focusing more on Lulu as opposed to Bella and Reba's victory? I mean, that's what the story has been so far. Yeah, just subtle touches. Good job, editors. I appreciated it. Is it time to shake up the three tribes start? Is it fun Ugh. watching lopsided starts to Survivor? No, I don't like the three tribes start. This is proof to me that it has to change. And, uh, four is definitely worse. So don't, don't go no, that it should direction. Be, like, <laughs> Go two tribes of nine. Two, What's wrong with two, that? And then, like, maybe three tribes for two episodes. Like, like I don't know. I like when I swaps say, happen. Yeah, I like listen, swaps. I, go with I like. I don't know. I, I just feel like the three tribe thing is, is really getting old very fast. It is. It is. 
Emily will say that she is going through her stages of grief differently as she is not sad, but angry and frustrated watching the other two celebrate as they have no clue what it is like to get to know people this deeply and then send their ass home as someone's heart will be breaking. She didn't say ass. I said ass. Emily is going to be our linchpin when it comes to this vote. She has hints from Sabaya and Sean that they are interested in voting out Caleb. However, she knows at the bottom that she is there and they can take the easy vote and get rid of her. She's anxious, shaky, and afraid. But let's be real. She's getting this confessional. She's going to be in control. The truth. Back at Lula Beach, Caleb tells us that the only reason why Lula won the reward was so they could have the inevitable fall that he always will have an immunity challenge. Wow, it's like he knows how to read um, reality television arcs. I guess he does. Yeah. They will be moving down three people while everyone else has the full team. And Emily says that no one imagines that this is their uh, survivor journey. Um, to be fair, we've had some eerily similar fumbles of tribes starting out. So, like Denise won the whole season. Denise, correct. Remember Jatia? Remember that tribe? Jatia, yeah, I love Jatia. Mm-hmm. Wait, like you, the person Jatia? Yeah, remember when they th- yeah. when she threw the yeah the yeah I, I love her. You would She's do great. that? No, I wouldn't. Maybe I would. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. if you got pissed <laughs> off enough, you would. Yeah, yeah true, true. Just like you wouldn't vote for my songs in Music League, but that's a whole different story. Well, pick better songs, bitch. Well, in the next the next one, I think you, it's going to be a lot more get, You don't get third place. Well, bitch, maybe I'm putting it on a rule. You have well, to wait five <laughs> hours so everyone thinks you at least re- listen to the entire playlist. I've never listened to a single one, and I'm not um, going to. I'm voting on the songs that I like, and if you don't like that, that's how I played the game. Get over it. All right, we're going to vote you out. Anyway, Caleb believes <laughs> that Sean and Sabaya will, will be going after Emily, and he doesn't think he can save her. He thinks it might be smarter to work with Sean and Sabaya to get to the next stage of the game. There's a smart choice. With Sean and Emily off, Caleb chats with Sabaya about the plan to pile the votes on Emily, and if she plays the shot in the dark, Sabaya says she can make it seem like they're voting Caleb. Oh, look at how things just seem to work out for her narrative. Caleb will ask Sabaya who to tell Emily to vote for, and she asks... If she says, go with me. That's a smart move, lady. Never offer yourself up on a silver platter. The sharks are hungry. Why would she do this? Yeah, the answer's going to be all right. (laughs) All right. Remember the lady who won twice? Her theory was anybody but me. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what she should be doing. Sabaya says they have to be careful and keep their story straight. She says that it has to be Caleb, and with a character like him, you have to be really careful, as if he smells it a different way, he could vote for her and tell Emily to vote for her as well. Now remember, Sabaya doesn't have a vote, so she will float out her plan as how to get it back. She will drop her candle in the fire, so it will allow the most time to melt the wax. She wants to drag Tribal out, and not like Drag Race Tribal, like where you put Jeff Probst in drag, though that would be a fun Tribal Council. The makeover Ooh, okay. challenge. If there was, if there was a, they um, should do a makeover challenge where they have to do Jeff, Julie Chen, and once Phil, the amazing Phil, Phil, yeah, and I'm I, and it. the dude from the challenge too. Sure, TJ um, Lavin. Okay, here we go. Yeah. That's the crossover we all deserve. Oh my god! <laughs> now with Emily, Sabaya will not only tell her to vote Kayla, but she will show her the candlelight all. Why is so much? Lo- Looseness coming from everybody's mouth. Why are they doing this? Why did she tell her and not surprise her at tribal? But goddamn, this was a risky move. Loose lip sync ships. 
So Maya's going to tell Emily that on day three, Brandon found the beware advantage and gave it to her. She tells her the plan is to drop it in the tribal pit and blow Jeff's mind. The reason she's sharing this is because Emily is at the bottom and she feels like she's at the bottom because she has been left out of the loop. So Sabaya believes this will cement the trust of their new three to get Caleb. She continues to say that this might be the only chance to get Caleb out and I still can't rationalize that theory. Why? Why is this your only chance? It's not. <laughs> because if he is that good, he carries you along and then you th- slit his throat later with other people who also see that. Yeah. Girl. Oh my god. Emily, now aware of the wax immunity idol, will make her think that maybe she hasn't been honest and truthful while Caleb has been willing to work with her. She will do everything in her power to keep him there as she doesn't know how to trust Sabaya. She has to tell Caleb, girl, your plan just backfired. Mm-hmm. She did it to herself. That's true. That's Emily true. scrambles to find Caleb and warns him that the vote is not her as they are writing his name. She tells him that this isn't her trying to save her own ass. They are gunning for him, so they both need to write Sabaya's name down. Now, does Caleb believe Emily 100%? Not necessarily, because Sabaya's plan was to tell Emily to vote him out. He does really believe that Sabaya and Sean want to work with him. So even though he might go home, he doesn't think he will. Now, again, this is the only positive to Sabaya's plan is that she had this little loophole in it where... She has to tell um, Emily to vote for Caleb. So it makes sense that Caleb might not believe it, but... Right. Emily warns that if it ends up being a 2-2 vote, they will go to Sean and tell him that they are not switching, forcing him to vote for Zabaya as well. Caleb has two options. Ride with his alliance and vote out Emily, or make a big, 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 big move and vote out Zabaya. But what if there is a tie where Zabaya gets her vote yet back? Well, Caleb hasn't decided. He's going to be the deciding vote. Now, we arrive at the Tribal Council, and as they mosey on in, let's peep Miss Sabaya walking over and drop her candle into the fire. Do you think Jeff knew? Did they purposely low-light that fire pit? Because it looks a little measly. It took a really long time, apparently. Probably. Do you think Jeff knew? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I know like there's certain things he's not allowed to know, but like he has to know this one. What doesn't he know? Like how the tribe is actually thinking. Like he has to be guided and not try to lead the tribal. You know, that makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes sense. I never knew that he specifically. Yeah, he can't know everything that's happening in the gameplay because that'll impact things a little bit. He's he's done it before. Rude, never. You, you, you can't think his, the questions he asks are random like no they're not random but they're not he he can't lead the conversation to lead them sure i think he knows who has what advantages though sure sure but i don't know if he knew that that her she was gonna walk on in and go sure but i mean what else i i'm surprised she didn't do that like episodes ago right well we all thought that we didn't even know if she would be allowed to Desperate times calls for desperate measures. I think she, I think she would have been allowed to. I mean, she obviously Show was me allowed to. <laughs> right. Fair, Jeff's going to ask the obvious, what's up? So Sabaya tells him that they don't have fire, but her idol is in lack, so she is voteless and wants her vote back. Cue Emily's eye roll. Sabaya has brought some tools with her, including a giant freaking stick. She tells Jeff that Tony has a big bag of tricks, but she's got a trucker tool, trucker tool set. Which would you prefer, a big bag of tricks or a trucker tool set? Well, the big bag of tricks is proven to win you the season, and the toolbox 
gets you voted out. There it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the candle is in fact burning, and we can see her doing her best to drag on as she puts on a drawl, saying that this idol could save one of them in the future if there's a swap <laughs> or a merge. We're going to let that cook as Jeff conducts tribal. Jeff asks Caleb about the raid, where he says, unfortunately, the only thing they could steal of impact was the fishing gear, but they don't have fire. He says that the, what was great was meeting with different members of the tribe and bring back information to his team, which is a, in a swap or merge will help him navigate to the next stage of the game. Let's go check Sabaya and the survivor cookout as we see something is in fact in the wax. Now, Sabaya has a machete, and I would have loved for her to just leave with the fucking machete and be like, bye, bitches, you'll vote me out. Does she do that? Is she allowed to? No, what are the rules? Not. Probably not. Emily has is frustrated because her game is on the line. She feels like it was the same. I think she. I think she would be able to hide it. Um, okay, but fine. if she tried to like leave the leave getting voted out with it, they would have been like, "No, you have to put that back." All right, that's fair. That's fair. Did. They all scramble at the beach. Yes. And Emily says that perhaps her brain is now scrambled. She feels she is going home as, as she said in the first travel that they were the strong three. Sabaya says she thinks Emily is right in feeling like she's on the outs of the three because anybody who would take such a harsh jab so early would feel the same. She says it lingers in the back of your mind, especially when there are other teammates who haven't said your name in conversations about going home. Can't wait to watch her watch this one back. Let's go check on the idol. It's about time. She will ask Sean for the canteen as she will put out the fire on the ground. She will let the scroll cool out for safety. And I, and this is where I'm going to say that. You know production told her, do not hurt yourself doing this, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they probably like guided her and said, this is how you're going to do it. Do not get hurt because we're not sending you to the hospital. True, true. <laughs> Have you ever let a candle like burn to its core in one sitting? In one sitting? No. That would be like a full candle. That was a full candle, right? Or was that? Like yeah, a I guess wax? so. I don't, I, know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wish we no, got like the timestamp of like to know how long this was. That would have been cute. That would have been very, very fun. That would have been really fun. Anyway, Jeff will now turn to Caleb and say if there was a conversation or was it an easy afternoon. Caleb says Emily wasn't going to make it easy as she wanted to make her plans, but the fear in his shoes is that she would paint him as a target. Sabaya's fear about Emily is the same as Caleb as she has been left out of a lot of situations, including just finding out about the idol. Sabaya will literally share Emily's plan like she thinks it's not going to happen, but doesn't that sting more knowing what will happen is exactly what you said wouldn't happen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sabaya will say that Caleb was her guy from the beginning and they will be perceived as a pair, which could be seen as a good or bad thing. I don't know when it's ever considered a good thing. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Tika Tika Tika. Tika Tika Tika. Caleb will say that Survivor that was, that was team... A, that was a trio, was a trio, but it's still a, a, a distinguished pair. Sure. I don't think it's ever a good thing to be viewed as a that's pair. That's fair, that's fair. All right, Caleb will say that Survivor is a game with a lot of twists, swaps, and advantages, so having the strongest core is going to be a great thing as anything can change. So I can't wait to see what's in her idol. It's time to vote, and interestingly enough... We heard jack shit from Sean. He didn't even fucking open his mouth. He, like, wasn't in this episode. He was not in this episode. He said, like, four things. Yeah. We're going to watch the vote unfold. As Sabaya's idol state the same thing that Austin's does. She can use it at this tribal or sacrifice a vote again and extend its worth. And Green will get the best of her, won't it? 
It usually does. Jeff returns with votes. Sabaya will not use her idol. By a vote of two to one, Sabaya is voted out. Let's dissect it. Was this the smartest move? And now, knowing that there was one vote coming from Sean, who was left in the dark, what does he do now? He's in trouble. Maybe not. No, he's not necessarily in trouble. Um, if he can play it well. Um, it was a good move, I think. I, I didn't like her. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> bye. He's just not like truck drivers? Have I had a thing about against truck drivers in the past? I don't know. Do you know? What, didn't we have a very infamous truck driver in the past? Did we? Season one? Was, Wasn't was Sue the, Hawk a truck driver? Maybe. I don't know. Let me find I think she was a truck driver. Maybe. Let's hold on. Yeah, she was a truck driver. Look at that. Sue nice. Hawk. Remember her? I do. Yeah. Are you a um, sneaker rat? I'm a snake. Yeah, we we all we all know. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast off. Are you ready? I got some burning answers. You know, go get a doctor for that one. All right, what is there's an ointment for that? Um, her legacy was being waxy. Yeah, you know what? She had a fun, fun little challenge with the wax idol. She did something fun with it, but she played too hard, too fast, and that's she did. She definitely did. Yeah. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Um, Emily won this week. One hundred percent. Three in episodes in a row. She's a star. I, this I'm week. so here for Emily. <laughs> I relate to her. Who's in danger, girl? Um, give me one second. Um, okay, in danger. Bruce. Bruce. Um. Maybe Caleb. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think Drew. I'm going to go and sign off with you on all and of those Kelly, the moment. Kelly, too. I'm like, who the fuck is Kelly? Um, we're going to have a tribe swap next week. Who's going to oh, benefit I miss from that. this? Yeah. Um, how many um, tribes are we going to have? I, I think... Here's what I'm going to say. This was a very, very big move to get rid of Sabaya early. I don't know how these tribe will swap Saruis are going to go. But if any if if anyone on Reba finds out what Caleb just pulled, why would you not get rid of him? Yeah, he already true. knows everything about you. Drew has all this information about what he just gave him. Get rid of Caleb. Like this was so bad for him. Like yeah. I I I don't want to be. I think Emily was the person to vote out this week, and I think they all fucking shot themselves in the foot. Sean was the only one to be like, yeah, let, let's let's. I don't know. I think Emily was the right move to get rid of. I think this is going to be a domino effect. And Emily, if you make it to the end, this is why. Yeah. I mean, the right move is a different move for every person in the game. That's so. true. That is very true. Well, after three episodes, the winner of the season is. <laughs> I'm going to say Emily, but I'm going to pick my boo, Austin. Okay. Okay. Um, just because I keep on saying it. I know she didn't do much to this episode again besides bitch about Bruce. I like Katora. I really, really Katora's your winner pick? Okay, I'm here. I I like her too. I like her too. She's very smart too. And everything about her is like Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. So she's got a target. She's got four other people who are like, okay, he's a good target. So just some ammunition. All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? 
You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Felicia. That's M I S S F E L L A T I A. Um, I host Bingo twice a month at Sycamore, so come to that. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Grunin, which is my boy account. I'm a spin instructor in the city. Uh, in about two weeks, you'll be able to catch me at Soul Cycle. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, come take my class. Uh, that's also my Venmo. T. Grunin, T. G. R. U. N. I. N. Send me money. Don't send money to SoulCycle. Insta- uh, uh, Venmo. That wouldn't help. T. Grunin. Yeah, yeah. T. Grunin. <laughs> well, this was fun. Um, I hope you have a great night, and I hope you go find a candle, go throw into a fire. Thank you. I'll look. I'll go burn a candle right now. <laughs> <laughs>